Welcome in. Thanks so much for joining me today. I'd like to share some thoughts with you on um, meditation techniques being a dead end. Um, I realize that's a little bit of a controversial statement. And so no offense to anyone out there who's taking offense from that. I'd like to explain what I mean by that. And I hope any of uh, what we discussed today can um, be helpful for your practice. Uh, that's my main intention here. So often I see, um, you know, both students I've worked with over the years and, you know, friends who, who meditate out there and just, just the wider culture of meditation um, in the West and in the modern world sometimes get a little bit obsessive over techniques. Now, you know, I'm not, you know, that's my own judgment. So that could be true or not true. It's just my own observation, judgment. Um, and again, we, we, we could have, you know, some disagreement on whether that's um, a useful or, or not useful thing. Um, I would say this just straight off the bat before I go into more of my thoughts here is that uh, in the beginning, I don't know if we have so much of a choice because that's what we learn. It's kind of like that's all we have to hold on to. Like, for instance, you know, watch your breath. And when you lose your uh, attention to breath and you start ruminating and thoughts come back to the breath. And, you know, we're just taught something simple like that. Or that's what um, a guided meditation or app we use um, instructs us. And I would say, you know, that is useful in the beginning uh, because it can be too much if we're given all this stuff about like why we meditate and all the possibilities of meditation. And, you know, we can fantasize even more rather than just relating to something simple and straightforward. So I just want to put that forward that um, relating to a meditation technique is, is sometimes necessary uh, in and of itself. But that's really what I want to hone in on, that, that, that sense of relating to a meditation technique in and of itself over the long term right now, right? Not necessarily just in the, in the beginning of learning meditation. Um, and so what I mean by that is that when we stay with that like let's say we were taught a technique in the beginning of of meditating and then we sort of stayed with that um we we have no connection to why we're even doing that in the first place or maybe we're doing it with a very um, limited view or limited idea of what we're trying to get out of it and we haven't checked out what uh we actually could use that for so in in traditional uh, buddhism we call this view and what we mean by view is an understanding that gets cultivated as well as of course you know we have more insight into that understanding as we meditate of why we're doing what we're doing what we're trying to obtain or 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 um shift into now view if it's misunderstood can also kind of limit us because we might have an initial view of let's say um cultivating more awareness so we can um relate to our thoughts and emotions in a more healthy way we can let things arise and fall in a more healthy way and at the beginning of our practice journey we're going to relate to that in a certain way that's going to change over time so view in itself also grows as we mature in our practice but in buddhism we also do quite a bit of study of even why we would want to do this in the first place um this isn't really a, a video on buddhist philosophy or, or a podcast episode on buddhist philosophy um, but, you know, in general, we rely on the Four Noble Truths and the sense that we need to look at how 
we are impacted by dissatisfaction and suffering, not just in its gross forms, but in its smaller forms, because otherwise we're chasing a ghost all the time that we're not going to find. And instead, we have to look back at the mind and see, well, what is it that we're chasing and what, who is the chaser, right? So we eventually use meditation for that. We use it to unpack the causes of that, which would be, you know, afflictive emotions and primarily uh, what we would say um, a, a misunderstanding that, that there's some centralized self and centralized phenomena when actually things exist uh, dependent upon parts. But again, like I said, this isn't going into a lot of Buddhist philosophy, but I just wanted to uh, be clear with what I'm talking about. So that's a view, you know, that's a view that right now we're experiencing confusion and pain on many different levels, including just sometimes mental pain or confusion, or, you know, going between getting what we want, not getting what we want, getting what we want, and then it changes, all of that. And we just kind of run through life that way. So Buddhism is asking, no, look back. Is, is that really how it is? Is that really how we need to interact with ourselves in the world? Is that the most skillful way to interact? And via that view, we start to investigate. And then we use meditation as a vehicle to investigate the mind. So for Buddhism, it all comes back to our Buddhist meditation, having the facility and growing the strength of awareness in meditation to look back at mind, emotions, thoughts, how we perceive ourselves, how we perceive the world around us and others around us. And um, so this becomes the primary driver. The technique is there to serve that. It, it, you know, the technique in itself, you know, it might be a little harsh to call it a dead end, but I think so, you know, because then we're just practicing the technique for technique's sake, right? And this is where we get into, you know, are we meditating to become good at a technique? Like, are, are, you know, are we meditating to like push all thoughts away and just find this cozy space where we're secure? Yeah, I, I, I mean, Buddhism definitely doesn't recommend that. Uh, and, and again, that's where I teach from. So I'm not trying to say, you know, Buddhism's the best. There's a lot of great spiritual paths out there. It's just what I know. That's what I'm sharing. Uh, uh, but I think if we just look with common sense, we don't even have to be Buddhist or look at it from a spiritual or religious perspective. You know, like trying to find, find security in that is a little short-sighted, right? So, um, so this is where we have to look back and sort of investigate, well, what do I need to include in my practice so I'm not just getting stuck in trying to perform a technique or, you know, quiet the mind or, uh, you know, have less stress or something like that. And again, those are, those are not bad goals in and, in and of themselves. They're just limited. Right. And so, um, yeah, I just wanted to share some ideas here. Um, again, I apologize if this is <laughs> harsh. Uh, I, I don't mean it to be, it's more just sort of prompting some, some questioning, uh, because at some point in our practice, if we're a beginner, and you're watching this and you're more a beginner to meditation, um, you, you know, I recommend thinking about some of this, right? What, you know, what, what do I want to, you know, how do I want to cultivate meditation? Why am I cultivating this? What are the, you know, is there some other ways that I can use meditation beyond just stress relief? Uh, maybe we reach a point where we, we do feel less stress and that's wonderful. I mean, congratulations if, if you've been able to feel more grounded and, and open in the body. Actually, for me, that's one of the first steps I, I, I take with my students, because if we're feeling overwhelmed and stressed, we can't go anywhere else. We need to deal with that. 
But if that becomes sort of a goal in and of itself, we've already concluded the practice. So instead, from, from you know, the perspective I would put forward and, and, and I adopt in my teaching and practice is that that's just the start. You know, just getting grounded is the start. And grounded isn't something that's permanent, you know. Personally, I get grounded and I get ungrounded. And then I get grounded and I get ungrounded. And we learn to ride those waves. So it's not about, you know, having this permanent groundedness. It's just having enough, you know, connection to that where we're not kind of overwhelmed all the time. And then we can put our energy into investigating the mind and the actual causes of or the foundations of our dissatisfaction and suffering. And we can actually find the culprits and uproot them, right? Which, I mean, I want to do that. You know, I, I don't know if you want to do that and you're welcome to do whatever you want. Uh, but, but you know, I, I think the Buddha was on to something. <laughs> you know, I think, I think he had some insight here. Uh, and it's not immediately obvious. And that's, you know, that's the hard part. I think, like, when I first got interested in Buddhism, for example, I, I saw some, you know, in what I'm describing now with embedded within the Four Noble Truths, I saw wisdom there, but I didn't understand it. But I saw it. It was like a spark of light. And I was like, wow, look at that. But I don't know exactly what that means. I think I do. And then we take the journey of understanding, embodying, and deepening that. Um, and a technique kind of like getting stuck in the technique destroys that whole process because it doesn't open into a path or journey. It just stops it at a technique or a limited goal of that technique. Um, yeah, I think that's all I wanted to share today about this. Uh, if there's any more thoughts, I'll, I'll, I'll share them. Or if you're interested in this, let me know. If you're not also let me know, I, I you know, I don't have to make content like this. Um, it, it's a tough thing to point out. Um, yeah. So anyways, let me know uh, uh, your, your your thoughts, you know, how this lands for you. You can comment on, on my YouTube channel. Uh, if you're listening on Spotify or iTunes or, or, or somewhere else, uh, feel free to write me a note. Uh, you can reach me at scotttusa.com. And um, yeah, I think that's about it. So thanks so much. I really appreciate you listening to this. And whether you agree or disagree or aren't sure, awesome. You know, totally fine. That's the point of why I do these. So we can just start to... Um, open up some some ideas and questions, right? Okay. Thanks so much. Take care.